Hi, I'm Dr. D.Z. Cofield, Senior Pastor of the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church in Houston, Texas, and I want to welcome you to our Thanksgiving devotional. Now, we made a change last year, and we decided to take it to the next level this year. Last year, we noticed our numbers were going down in terms of attendance at our live Thanksgiving service, but you know what? The streaming numbers were going up, so I made a decision. Hey, if everybody else is going to stay home and stream, let me give myself an opportunity to enjoy Thanksgiving with family and friends as well. But this gives you an opportunity as well to tie into what we're doing. This year, we have determined to become a more smartphone church. And so whether you're watching on your smartphone, on your iPad, on your tablet, or maybe you have it hooked up to your television, I want to thank you for letting me into your home and allowing the Word of God to touch your heart today as we share with you some very basic principles. Matter of fact, I think just one principle around this issue of thanksgiving and what it means to be thankful, especially during this time of the year. In the chapter on brokenness, the author wrote about having cancer and losing his voice. Listen to his words. He says, now looking back, this is something I'm grateful for. Today, if God said to me, I'll give you that year back, you can go back to a cancer-free state. You can relive the year with your voice and without cancer. But you'll never know the loyalty you experienced from a church that stood beside you or the love that you came to know from your bride who lived her wedding vows in sickness and in health before you and you will never know that your brokenness is covered by my grace. Here's what the author said. I'd say to God, no, thank you. I'll keep the cancer. Why? Out of the brokenness, he said he found peace. In the silence, he heard God. You know what? True gratitude is not some Pollyanna existence that basically just walks around in a cloud just espousing platitudes of thankfulness without some pain in your life. The truth of the matter is, as this author puts it, thankfulness and gratefulness happens when you sink your teeth deeply into life and taste it the bitter with the sweet, when you've tasted the bad with the good, when you've tasted the rotten with the ripe. He says, we develop an attitude of gratitude when we jettison our provincial preoccupation with ourselves and stop living life with a sense of entitlement that God and everybody else owes us something. I don't know if you would agree with that. I do. Thankfulness is really a byproduct of going through something, being brought out of something, knowing that whatever you have come out of, you could have still been there and grateful to God for bringing you out. Today, I want to focus on one aspect of this idea of thankfulness and gratitude. And here's what it is. The priority of giving thanks. The priority of giving thanks. The Bible says, in everything, we should give thanks to the Lord. But I submit to you that many times we fail to give thanks because we don't stop and make giving thanks our priority. There's a story in the Bible 
in the Gospel of Luke. There were 10 lepers who cried out to Jesus saying that they were unclean and they begged the Lord to have mercy upon them. You know the story. If not, let me summarize it for you. The Bible says that these 10 lepers cried out to the Lord for mercy. And the Bible says Jesus spoke to them from afar and brought healing into their lives. The 10 of them left. But the Bible says in verse 15, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus shouting, praise God. He fell to the ground at Jesus's feet, thanking him for what he had done. And the Bible says this man was a Samaritan. There's so many powerful principles in this passage, but let me just focus on this one, the priority of giving thanks. Because the Bible says, when this man saw that he was healed, when he saw that he was healed, immediately he began to praise and thank God and made his way to Jesus and began to give thanks. You know, so many of our problems are tied to forgetfulness. We forget what God has done. We forget what God has brought us through. We forget what God has kept us from. And so we fail to stop at that moment and give thanks. You know, it's amazing how we're offended when somebody doesn't tell us thanks when we do something. And when do you want to hear thanks from somebody? You want to hear it immediately, right? In the context of you doing a good deed for them. You give somebody a ride, they may or may not have to offer you any money. But at least when they get out the car, you want them to say thanks. And if they don't say thank you, you drive off, and what do you think? Well, maybe not you, but most of us would say, wow, they didn't even say thank you. Now, can you imagine a person walked up to you a month later and said, hey, by the way, you know when you gave me that ride? I just want to say thank you. Or what about the next year? If they saw you a year from now and they said, you know what? I never told you thank you. I want to thank you for giving me that ride. It would mean something at that moment, but imagine the thoughts that you had all the way along the way. You'd be like, wow, ungrateful, no home training. I don't know. But at the end of the day, you would want that thanks connected to what was done for them by you. The Bible says this leper saw that he was healed. Later on, Jesus says, didn't I heal 10? How come there's only one coming back to say thank you? And watch this. I think the immediacy of the thanks is tied to the seriousness of what you've come through or what you've been brought through. This leper obviously saw his pain, saw his problem, saw his predicament as something devastating. And so when he saw himself healed, immediately he began to praise God. Immediately, he turned around to make his way back to Jesus. Immediately, he began to thank the Lord for providing the healing for him. Can I ask you a question? How many times do you miss the opportunity to say thank you for what God has done in your life? See, I submit to you, there are times when we don't say thank you because it just, just doesn't cross our mind. Like, we're so used to it happening we're so accustomed to doing what we do the way we do it. And actually, we don't even stop to give God credit. Like we just get up in the morning. We wake up. 
We, we brush our teeth, we wash our face, we take the showers, we shave, we fix our hair, put on your makeup. Whatever it is that you do is just part of your ritual and routine. And watch this. You probably wouldn't give God the purest thanks for being able to do those things until you lost that ability. Like on the other side of losing the ability to clothe yourself or to feed yourself. On the other side of losing the ability to make it day by day. When you came out of that, you know what you would probably say? Lord, thank you. Well, I want to encourage you to make thanks your priority. Don't give forgetfulness an opportunity to rob God of the praise, to rob you of giving God the glory that he rightfully deserves. I'm talking about right now. If somebody does something for you, you should stop and say thank you. But guess what? When God does something for you, you should stop and say thank you. Because saying thanks should be a priority in your life. Where was that leper on his way to? We don't know. Maybe he was on his way to the priest to show him that he had been healed and to receive his certificate of cleanliness. Maybe he was on his way to rejoin with his family to show them the miracle that had been performed on his behalf. Maybe he was on his way back to his job to, to tell his former employer, hey, I'm back, man, can I have my job back? We, we don't know where he was on his way to, but he stopped and made giving the Lord thanks his priority. And that's what I want to encourage you to do, to make giving thanks your priority. Don't wait for Thanksgiving day to say thank you. And I know it's our tradition. I know, I know. We, we'll stand around before we eat. And typically, the younger people are ready to eat. And the older people who have learned over the years to be thankful will say, now, before we eat, we're going to say grace. And then I want everybody to go around and say at least one thing you're great, grateful for and, and, and you're thankful for. And I think that is a valuable lesson. But I want to encourage the family to go even further. Let's learn how to live a thank-filled life. Not just a life where we say thanks on Thanksgiving Day, but every day. Let's teach our children to be grateful, to recognize that nobody owes them anything, that they shouldn't live with a mentality or an attitude of entitlement, that every good and perfect gift comes from God. And all that they have received is by the grace of God. Help them every morning, every day, every time you gather. Hey, what are you grateful for today? Let's teach this generation an attitude of gratitude. And let's not only teach it, let's model an attitude of gratitude. If you're thankful for your spouse, say so. If you're thankful for your children, say so. If you're thankful for your parents, say so. If you're thankful for your job, may not be the job you want, but I heard somebody say, work the job you have like it's the job you want until you can get the job you really want. You ought to be grateful for the job you have. In school, be grateful. Say thanks. An opportunity to better your life, say thanks. Why? Because God has been good to us. Whether we realize it or not, 
He's been better to us than we've been to ourselves. And the truth of the matter is, there are a whole lot of people who are not nearly as blessed as we are. But when we think about God and how good he's been to us, I want to encourage you to make giving God thanks your priority. Now, throughout this broadcast, you've had an opportunity to worship in giving with us. And I want you to know today that our offering, everything that we raise today, is going to go to our missions and outreach ministry. Uh, Every year, every month, as a matter of fact, uh, we feed the hungry. uh, We feed those families whose month is consistently longer than their money every month of the year. We target it around the end of the month. And I've got to tell you something that's powerful. You know, when you have a senior citizen who comes to you and says, Pastor, I am grateful for what this church does. Why? Because this is what one of the seniors said. There have been times I had to buy dog food to eat in order to make it to the first of the month. Now, my brothers and sisters, I think it's a travesty in our country, the country that purports itself to be the richest country in the world, that greed has so taken hold of our hearts that our seniors sometimes have to choose between eating and medicine or eating and their electric bill, eating and paying their rent. That's a travesty, and we can do our part. That's just one of a multiplicity of things that we do here at the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church. We also help people find access to medical care so that they who are underinsured and uninsured can get help before it's too late. So your offering is going to go to that missions project. Right now, as I'm speaking, one of our ministers, our missions director is in Uganda because we believe in missions that affects people locally, nationally, and internationally. So join us as a partner in helping to take hope to the world and helping to share the gospel with men and women. There are only two kinds of people in the world, people who know Jesus and people who need Jesus. And we want to help people who know Jesus grow in the Lord, and we want to help people who need the Lord come to know him. And you can help us do that. Listen, have a great Thanksgiving day. Man, I pray that God blesses you. I cast out the spirit of gluttony right now in the name of Jesus. You, you, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. If you're going to do serious damage, just do it a little bit at a time. Do it incrementally, please. Don't eat yourself into a coma, all right? Have a great time. And again, happy Thanksgiving from the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church, Houston, Texas.